welcome to a special homemade brewing excursion episode of... Brutal Battle. So we are out on the road again, hitting breweries, and this is one that we hit recently. And just so you know up front, we will have another episode because as some people out there listening may know, homemade is within walking distance to Kushwa Brewing. So we're doing an episode for homemade and we're doing an episode for Kushwa because... Who would we be if we went to homemade and we didn't go to Kushwa? Or vice versa. You're right there. Yeah, exactly. So we just decided to do the homemade one first because that's the one we went to first. So we're just following the order that we were in. So we have two beers from homemade, which... (laughs) We're basically the same beer. (laughs) They're they're almost (laughs) the same beer. We didn't really think about that while we were purchasing. And we only got two beers because we were getting, you know, four packs of 16-ounce cans. We you know, are trying to conserve space in our refrigerator. So, yeah. So, they're different, but they're similar. Yeah. It's, we kind of, we just bought what we liked the most. <laughs> yeah. But we will talk about everything we tried yeah. while we were there. So, you know, there will be more that we go yeah, into. We did, there's a lot. They have a, a very extensive tap list there and a lot of different mm-hmm. varieties. So, we ended up getting two flights. Yeah, I was pretty impressed with the size of their tap list. Some of their beers I wasn't into, some of their beers I was into, so it was kind of, it was all over, you know, yeah. like stuff that we really liked, stuff that we really didn't like, stuff in between, so um, worth going to in my opinion, though. Yeah. So let's start with a beer and then let's go ahead and talk about our experience there and then we'll do the other beer. So this first one is one that I was really excited to try when we were going there, because one of the things we do when we're traveling to a brewery is we read over the tap list in the car. Whoever's not driving reads the tap list to the person who's driving, and we talk about, ooh, I want to try this one, ooh, I want to try this one, just because it gets you more excited for when you get there. Also, then you have a little bit of a game plan when you show up as far as, you know, knowing do you want one flight, do you want two flights, you know, what are you going to do here? So, anyway, um, the first one, this was my favorite. This was definitely my favorite of all the beers we had there. It's called Fight Milk. It's a session milk stout brewed with coconut, cacao, and coffee beans from their friends at River Bottom Roasters. Now get this. What do you, what do you think ABV is for a session yeah. stout? 4.3%. When was the last time anyone listening out there saw a stout that was that low in ABV? Yeah. And it was good. And it also had extra stuff added into it. I mean, the fact that this has coconut, cacao, and coffee beans, and it's a stout, people would think, oh, it's obviously imperial. No. 4.3%. Amazing. So, because we're all about, like, lower ABV these days and, you know, being more sessionable. So, 16-ounce can, obviously, going to crack it. Ooh, man. Their cans are full. Well, at least this one is really full. It's, like, right to the top. Yeah, I, like, see it. Who else? Oh, Brewery Fire does that, too. The way Brewery Fire... Um, yeah, because we just opened one of their cans it. recently. Yeah. Actually, a few other cans recently. Okay, here you go. There's Ooh, it. Fight Milk for you, Fight Milk for me. It's a nice, pillowy, dark head. I mean, it looks like a stout. Big surprise. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like a stout. Looks like a stout. Dark like a stout. <sighs> Um, it's got, I mean, I, we do like agitated pour, so it's got a like, decent size head like to it. Like chocolate milk colored. Yeah. Very chocolate milk. Very dark brown. Um, looks creamy and nice. And I think there's lactose in this. Is there? It didn't say so on there. Yeah. But when you look at the beer facts, 
Because it doesn't call it out as one of the ingredients. Oh, it does say lactose. 0.6% lactose. Yeah, it's very little. Oh, okay. But it is in there. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah, because it, it does say brewer's brewers uh, malt, dark wheat malt, flaked barley, CTZ hops, the coffee, the cocoa. Um, they say cocoa, not cacao. It says cacao on the front. It says cocoa on the back. So that's interesting. Coconut, malodextrin, lactose. 18 IBUs. That's pretty low. Anyway. Okay. Smell on this. It's so chocolatey. Yeah. It's real chocolatey. Like real roasty. Super roasty. It's got a nice coffee note on there. And it's like a kind of green coffee, a little bit young green coffee to it. Yeah. Nice smell. It's got a slight soy sauce note on it. Very, very slight. And a little bit of like a beef jerkiness to it. Which, you know, lighter stouts, you get those notes for sure. Not getting the coconut. I feel like you have to, like, really have a lot of coconut to get the coconut. I actually get a very slight coconut. But, okay. yeah, it's it's very much driven by the coffee and the oh, chocolate. Oh, yeah. But it smells good, and it does smell relatively light. Yeah. So let's get into it. Yeah. Very chocolatey, very coffee. Yeah. Chocolatey, roasty. But it's also really thin on the mouthfeel because it it is is 4.3%. But that's not a bad thing. You know, sometimes you talk about a beer being thin and that's a big letdown. That's usually when it's a higher ABV beer. For a beer that's this low in ABV, you would expect that it's going to have a thinner body to it. And that's totally good with this, especially because you're getting a thinner body, but you're getting a very full uh, flavor profile to it. A lot of the cocoa, a lot of the coffee. Yeah. All that roastiness. I don't get a lot happening from the coconut. I'm not, I'm not getting anything from the coconut. I didn't the first time I had it either, but yeah. it's still it's not like a bad beer. I mean it's still good. It has all, all the other flavors that I enjoy. Yeah. It's ba- it basically tastes like what you could get out of a stout like this without adding extra stuff to it. But I think that, like, the cacao and the coffee just kind of intensifies a little bit those types of normal flavors that would be in it of kind of, like, a roasted coffeeness and that chocolate. So it just kind of, like, boosts it a little bit. So. Yeah, it's tasty. I like this a lot. It goes down super easy, and it's tasty. And, yeah, I'm a fan. I really like the fight milk. Big fan. So what did we have? Okay. So I'm going to... Rinse our glasses. Yeah, you go ahead no, and talk just, about when we first I'm showed up. I'm still sipping on mine. Okay, well, I'll get you later then. I gotta sip on mine while we talk. Well, we showed up. We were the first first people there because we, we were. Because we that's our a, thing. Yeah, we like to we like to avoid the crowds. So we got there on a Friday. We both had off work, and we got there at like twelve thirty. They open at twelve. Um, really cool indoor space. They have yeah. like these um elevated plants on in like in this like. Wooden Wood planter, yeah, yeah, looked pretty cool. They had some games, um, really cool, interesting artwork on mm-hmm. the wall, and then like a projector that was projecting animated additional artwork onto that artwork. It was very interesting, just a really like hip, cool, fun vibe in yeah. the place. And I will say this, I'll say this up front. Um, I liked their kind of like ambiance and their space more than Kushwa. 
personally. Well, very different. Yeah, they're real different. And I was just saying, like, I preferred the ambiance and, like, the space of homemade to Kushwa's. Yeah. But. Um, and then they had a beer patio out back, which, um, you know, I'm, I'm calling it, like, the covid patio where it's just like some picnic tables in a parking lot that are like ripped off but fine with us suits our our need nothing fancy um so we just got our flights and headed out back enjoyed the beautiful weather and then what did we drink oh and we didn't say it's in they're in williamsport williamsport maryland Maryland. yeah so for us it's a bit of a drive it was like over an hour and a half yeah each way so you know we but we don't mind doing that because you know it's a one one time thing to experience these places. So, okay, so let me go over what we had while we were there, and we can talk a little bit about how we felt about each of those things. Got to pull up the trusty Untapped, and obviously we had the fight milk. We also had the bunches, which was like their honey cream ale. Mm-hmm. Not a fan. Gonna be honest. I know. I was really hoping because I've heard a lot of hype around this beer, so I was hoping I would really like it because I also had a blueberry version. Mm-hmm. Um, they only had that. They did have it on draft, but not any longer, so it was only in cans. So I'm like, oh man, if I like it, I can get the blueberry one to go. That would be really tasty because we love a good cream ale. But it was almost tasted like I had a lot of Belgian notes to it. Yeah, it did not taste at all like a cream ale, personally. Uh, from our opinions. I don't know if he gave us the wrong one or they didn't clean their lines or if that's how it was supposed yeah. to taste. I, but it had a lot of honey to it. So, like, yeah. I believed that it was the correct beer, but it's not... Wasn't a fan, really. It, it was very grain-driven and just too much honey. And, yeah, like you said, it had, like, a Belgian tone to it. Yeah. It did not taste at all like a cream ale. I just mean, wasn't a fan. I, I can't say it was a bad beer it wasn't what i wanted it to be though so for me yeah. it was it didn't miss the mark yeah so another one we had was doggo which is a lager they say this is like one of their crushable lagers and i quite yeah. enjoyed that we one we both really like that we almost got that one yeah we thought about buying that one but like we said we only wanted to get two two things if we would have thought a little bit harder maybe we would have gone <laughs> that way in order to d- diversify this episode more beer wise but we didn't, but the doggo was really tasty. Mm-hmm. It did have a slight extra skunkiness. It was like, a little skunky. Some lagers have that kind of skunky aspect to it. It was a little strong on the beer, but once you took a few sips, you really yeah. got used to it, and the, the beer just really settled Yeah, my in. first sip, I was like, oh, I don't know. And then yeah. I was like, by the end, I'm like, yeah, I'd get this. Yeah, it's, it was good. Uh, then we also had their He Said, She Said Cherry Crisp Sour. So it's basically, like, think about a cherry crisp. You know, it has, like, those cinnamon notes to it. It's got, obviously, cherry to it. I liked it. If I would change something about it, I would have dialed the cherry down a little bit more and let that kind of, like, cinnamon granola aspect to it shine a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because it seemed a little low for it, and the cherry aspect seemed extra tart. Um, And it kind of just took it a little bit out of balance. But it was still good. Yeah, and I, like... I like cherry more than you, so I think I like the beer more than you. Yeah. Um, I can see why people would really like this beer, though, yeah. because it is very approachable. Um, it's very fruity. Um, and I think they had an apple version of this beer to go. Did they? Oh, yeah, they did. I yeah, yeah, they yeah. Did. An apple crisp one. Yeah. That's right. They did. We I did mean, not try that. Yeah, because it wasn't on tap. Um, but I would be interested in trying that because I thought I, I liked that beer. 
So then we had a Good Giggles by them as an Imperial New England style IPA, which you know we're not huge on. Um, that one wasn't big on. Or was that the one we were no, big on? No, we liked that oh, one. Oh yeah, that's the one we liked. There was another one we're going to talk about later that I wasn't a big fan of. Yes. We really liked that. We, we did almost like the, bought that one. That's true. We did like the Good Giggles. I was getting confused with the other hoppy beer that we did. But yeah. The Good Giggles was good, and that is a big deal for us because we don't typically like hazy IPAs. So the fact that we did enjoy this one was yeah. nice. It had really bright kind of like citrus flavors to it and had a nice backbone to it, decent bitterness. It was good. Yeah, we really liked beer. that. And then we also had the Bizarre Ride. This is the one we weren't a fan of. Right. The Bizarre Ride was just an American-style IPA. Um, West Coast style, which, because, you know, if we see, like, a West Coast style IPA on tap, we have to try it, because that's not very common. Um, we're really okay. feeling it. Wasn't that, it was eh. I mean, I mainly just tasted, like, a little bit of flavor and bitterness. Um, yeah, so, in comparison to the Good Giggles, we preferred the Good Giggles. Which then, is surprising. <laughs> then I'm going to skip the next one, because that's our uh, last beer, because we're going to talk about that in depth, obviously. And then the last one I'm going to um, talk about before we get to that last beer is Nuclear Hibernation. Now, this was a stout that they had on Nitro, and it's 10% alcohol, and it's just a... It's just a stout. Yeah. Just, um, just it did not taste 10% period. at all. No, it didn't. It didn't. It was It was down. good, though. Yeah, it was solid. It wasn't, like, the best. It wasn't yeah, the worst. No. It was kind of just... Pretty standard. I mean, um, obvious, uh, honestly, I was going to say, honestly, between the fight milk and the nuclear hibernation, I was like, they have similar flavor profiles. I would just way rather go with the fight milk because it's so much lower in ABV, like almost 6% lower in yeah. ABV, and the flavor profile is kind of similar. So, yeah, that's why we went with that. But yeah, had a good time good with time. our flights. And, um... It was kind of nice because almost everything we had on draft, we could buy in cans. Yes. So that was kind of nice. Well stocked um, in that. And they had, obviously, um, they had other things in cans that weren't on draft. Mm-hmm. Um, but their can selection was nice yeah. and robust, which is nice. And I did want to give a shout out to the bartender, Irby, who was a very nice guy and helpful. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, shout out to Irby. And then that brings us to our second beer. Which is called Untethered. It is a golden stout. Another kind of stout variety you don't see a lot of. And that's why we went with these. Because how often do you find a session stout? How often do you find a golden stout? Like, never. And that's one of the biggest things I want to give homemade points for. Is they had a huge range of beers on their tap list. Yeah. All over the map. Do you want to highlight the other ones that we didn't try? Like what? Um... There was a Belgian on there. Yeah, they had like a Hefeweizen, and was, a Belgian. They, they had, had a another log. They had another lager that we didn't try. They had a Scottish export ale, yeah. which I don't even know what that is. Yeah, they had a lot yeah, of different a stuff. Lot. A lot. Okay, so the Untethered is a golden stout, and this is where it's very similar because it's with coffee, <laughs> cocoa, and coconut. Yeah, but it tastes different. It does taste different, and it's eight percent. Yeah, and that's a big difference because yeah. it's almost you know double the ABV here. Oh, this can is very lacking in how high it's filled. 
Oh, interesting. Not like the first one at all. There's a lot of space at the top there. Inconsistent with their can fills. I'm going to bet that they're filling cans manually. Mm. It's not a very big space. Right. It's a small space. It is a small space. Um, Very orange. Yeah. Very orange. If you just handed someone this and just showed them the color of it, you'd be like, oh, it's like West Coast IPA yeah, or something. Yeah, it looks like an IPA. That's what it looks like. But smell. Ooh, so much coffee. Yeah. Ooh, the coffee on that smells really smell, good. It smells creamy. Yeah, creamy coffee. There's a vanilla-iness yeah. to it. Which I guess is a little bit coming from what the coconuts imparting on it along oh, along with the malts used to make it a golden stout it smells like <sighs> it's a little a, honey it smells like a blondie no like a blondie brownie yeah thing, you know it's got a bit of a honey honey note i don't get a lot of the coconut i don't really get the chocolate honestly it's mainly coffee i get a lot of coffee and just that kind of golden uh stout grain yeah. bill smell it is very honey. Yeah, it's got decent honey. It's got a lot of the coffee showing up. Yeah, a lot of flavor. coffee, a lot of honey. Um, I got more of the chocolate on the nose than I am in the flavor, though. Yeah, I don't. I don't really taste chocolate. No, because the coffee just pounds that down. Basically, I definitely don't taste coconut. And then no coconut. Yeah, no yeah. coconut at all. So in both these beers, like, I like them, but I'm not getting the coconut. Yeah, you probably don't need the coconut. Save yourself some money in making the beers. Um, It's very honey. Yeah. It's tasting remember. a lot. Yeah, I don't remember it being like that. I don't remember being as honey as it is. I mean, it's not bad. It's still good. Yeah, it's still good. Plus, how often, like we said, do you get golden stouts? Um, oh, and by the way, I did want to... Uh, note this for anyone who would find this interesting, which is probably not many people. <laughs> While we were sitting there outside, there was a trailer that was filled with spent malt grain, I think from Kushwa, because they had their back open and it was behind them. And birds just kept coming and eating the grain out of the trailer, which I thought was just fun. I thought yeah. that was cool. The birds were getting meals. Yep. Free meal. So, that was awesome. Um, yeah, so that's it. That's all we had yeah. to say about homemade. Obviously, we had a good time. Uh, would love to hear from other people, you know, your thoughts on homemade or other breweries you want us to try and hit up that we could reasonably get to. So email us at brutalbattlepodcast at gmail.com. Um, Ranking-wise, which one did you like more? Fight milk. Mm-hmm. And then untethered. Yeah. I'm on the fight milk train. You love that fight milk. I love, like, I immediately fell in love with the fight milk. When we had it in our in our um, flight, I was like, this, this. Yeah. I I, I would want them to do that year-round. Year-round, oh, yeah. for sure. It's awesome. Because the other thing is, like, you can drink that in warmer weather. Because well, it's not super heavy. We're in the, we're supposed to be right. in warmer weather. I, I'm just saying, like, it's a, it feels like a year-round beer. Yeah. To me. But anyway, uh, that's great. Thanks, everyone. I'm not going to do all the social medias and all that stuff. Reference other episodes because we're running longer. But thanks, everyone, for checking this episode out. And until next time, keep it brutal. Brutal.